Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy to fix your life. I am your host, Chris. Believe it or not, that's me. I'm your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the solo, the uno, the former best friend in the whole wide world, current audio engineer, producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. <coughs> Whoa. Yeah, this is weird. Hi. Yeah, it is kind of weird. We're, we're going to get into that. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't done this in a while. We also have our current best friend in the whole wide world. Mr. Dell is in the building, in the corner, standing on standby whenever we need him, and we often do need him. Dell, why don't you let the folks at home know you are real? I am definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. Of course, I am your host, Chris. Probably know me from this podcast, or you probably know me from seven years ago when I hosted this podcast. It's been like, what, a month and a half? It's been a while. It's been a while. Feeling a little rusty. Feeling a little rusty. We're going to get into it. We have a lot to talk about. But before we do, uh, go ahead and subscribe to the show if you have not already. We're trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show, and we can't do it without listeners like you. If your mother or father has ears... Uh, please go ahead and subscribe them as well. We're available anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're there. We're there. And if we're not there, you need to demand that the Chris to Chris podcast is there. We'll be there for you. Anyway, we have a great show for y'all this week. He lied. Uh, we're going to be talking about GameStop and Wall Street. We're going to talk about Nintendo versus Netflix. We're going to talk about, you know, I don't want to spoil it too much. We're just going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Like I said, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little rusty. This, this feels weird. We haven't done a new episode of this show since December 18th of 2020. And I don't know if you guys remember, but 2020 was a hell of a year. And it doesn't really feel like it's ended we're still in 2020. This is just month, what, 14 of 2020? This is the 14th month of 2020. So, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Like I said, I'm, I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. But it's been a while. December 18th. Nothing, nothing crazy has happened between December 18th and now, right? You know, we didn't miss any, any uh, QAnon people storming the Capitol, right? Or uh, Trump getting banned from every relevant social media platform and even some <laughs> completely irrelevant platforms. We didn't miss the deaths of Larry King or Hank Aaron or, or Cloris Leachman or, or Dustin Diamond, right? You see that, Mike? Screech from Saved by the Bell. Died of uh, lung cancer. He was 44. That's not that old. That's not that old. You seen Breaking Bad? That's how the whole thing started, by the way. The uh, chemistry teacher, high school chemistry teacher, gets diagnosed with lung cancer. He wasn't even a smoker. Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? You get lung cancer, and you never even smoked. I, I don't know. Uh, Screech or, or Dustin could have been a smoker. But from what I read, uh, so, I mean, I don't know if you guys followed Dustin Diamond at all. 
throughout the years. And by followed, I use that term very loosely because who was like really a huge Dustin Diamond fan. Uh, rest in peace. I'm not trying to shit on the guy right now. I'm just saying he, okay, so he played Screech for several years uh, through Saved by the Bell and then to the Saved by the Bell the college years. And then in Saved by the Bell, the new class, he was still Screech. And he eventually kind of grew to resent the role. I think he was just kind of like a typecast. But then I was reading, he wanted to be included in the Saved by the Bell reboot on the Peacock streaming channel or streaming service that I'm sure nobody has. Do, do any of you guys have Peacock? Any listeners have Peacock? I know they have a free version of it, but I don't think it includes anything that anyone wants to see, like the Saved by the Bell reboot. I don't know. I don't know where we're going with this. What I'm trying to say is, <sighs> I'm having a time. We, you know what? Maybe I should save this part for the tip of the week. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, let's move on to the. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, tip of the week, girl. It's just the tip. Of the week. Okay. So, we originally planned on bringing the show back much sooner than today. Much sooner. We thought, you know, maybe mid-January would be no problem at all. Because if you need a recap, my wife and I have been looking for a bigger place to live for months now. And we finally, finally, finally secured something, like, right before Christmas. We secured it. We weren't able to move until the 2nd, 3rd of January. That's a weird way of describing something. Around January 10th, we were finally able to move, right? And I have moved more than a dozen times in my life, not including the times that I have helped other people move. I've moved my own stuff more than a dozen times. Point is, I know that moving sucks. But this move really sucked. It really sucked. And we actually spent money this time to make it easier. Usually, you know, we'll get some family members to help us move the heavy shit up and down the stairs all day. But we've all done it so many times now that we just had no interest. Like the, there was, and not just no interest. Like, it's just like, no, you, you just, you just think about it and you're like, no, no, we will find a way to get the money for movers. We're sick of moving. So my wife and I, we bought like, geez, a, a, an ungodly amount of plastic totes, like 50 plastic totes. And we packed them all up with the, you know, the smaller stuff in our, of, on our own. We, we just, you know, here's the, the computer, the, the monitor, the clothes, whatever. Whatever you can fit in a plastic tote, we packed that up ourselves. And I rented a U-Haul, and my brother-in-law and his wife, uh, my sister-in-law, they helped us uh, move all of these totes to our new home. And then the next day, we got the, the movers came. It was these three Russian guys. They spent about five hours moving all the big stuff for several hundred dollars, right? But that was only the beginning. That was only the beginning because we still had to unpack all of this stuff. But when you have a baby, like we do, it complicates It complicates everything. Every single thing in your life is complicated. Pretty much means that only one person at a time can get anything done while the other person is hanging with the baby. You know, to be fair, he is an awesome baby. 
We really like him. We really love hanging out with him. But moving has never taken us this long before. And because we moved uh, our entire home, I decided that we'd be moving our state-of-the-art podcast studio as well. So recording a new episode of this podcast has been pretty much impossible until the unpacking process could make some very, very real progress. Uh, Which brings me to my next point. We are temporarily changing the schedule of the show. (laughs) You know, for a long time now, uh, this show, Chris to Chris, has been bringing you new episodes every single Friday, anywhere podcasts are sold for free. And over the last few weeks, I've been thinking about the best way to move forward and make progress with my goals. You know, we want the show to be a success, but I also need to finish that damn book I promised. And I'm about halfway done with it, but with everything going on, I need time to actually dedicate to it. So not only, you know, do we have the the baby and the podcast and a full-time job and unpacking all of these things, we also have all of these goals, right? And my wife has her own goals as well. So we're trying to keep all these plates spinning. And this would be much easier to do if I could get uh, God or, or whoever is in charge of time to give me more hours in the day. If we could just add an extra five or six hours to a day, I feel like I can get everything I want done. Because... God knows I'm not sleeping, right? Not sleeping. I'm recording this episode at almost almost 10.30 p.m. And it's going to air in less than 12 hours, right? And I have to be at work in less than 12 hours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so uh, where am I going with this? Oh, I, I, I just want more time. But I don't have more time. So in the meantime... Once we're able to do this podcast and all of these things we want to do full-time, which, by the way, Mike, you still need to give us that uh, Patreon. Nobody can can contribute to our Patreon if we don't have a Patreon. You know, once, once we're able to get uh, paid in full to do what we love, then we, we can just do it all at once. But until that, until that, that glorious moment, we're spinning the plates, baby. We we just gotta keep spinning. But to to spin all these plates, you gotta adjust adjust your balance, which means which means we gotta change things up. And I think you're gonna like it when it's done. You know, uh, the book, the book. Uh, we 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 might give away some copies uh, as prizes on the show. Actually, I'm sure we will. But uh, the point is. I need to finish it. I need to finish the book. I put in too much work. And I think it's, I, 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 I think it's going to be gold. I do. I, I shouldn't say that. Mike, edit that out. I don't want to jinx myself. I think it'll be some sort of precious metal, like zinc. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm also eager to, to get back into video content. We started with YouTube, and I love making videos, and so we're going to do that as well. But uh, one of the first things I'm going to be doing is actually putting this show up on YouTube so that we can help build our audience. This is one of the things I've been wanting to do for a while, and by adjusting our schedule temporarily, that will make 
the whole thing easier. So I'm going to be able to upload several episodes. And we do have several episodes. This is episode 112 of Chris to Chris. So we need to get 8 billion people listening to the show. And I'm betting at least 2 billion of them watch YouTube. We should look that up. We should look up how many people on planet. Yeah, let's do it. Google, not HBO. Uh, Google. How many? Ho. How? Oh my gosh. How many? I have a, a work computer or work keyboard that is formatted completely differently and it makes me switch back and forth and I just type poorly now on both keyboards. How many people on earth watch YouTube? I was right! Shit! Two billion users, according to Google. Two billion active monthly users. Wow. Okay. So yeah, two billion people. That's two billion out of eight billion. That's that's nothing to sneeze at. Two billion potential podcast listeners. And I'm sure every single one of them speaks uh, perfect Chris English. So uh, yeah, I want to do that. But I also have more plans for YouTube that I'm going to be talking about later. And I think you guys, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. At the very least, it'll give us uh, more podcast fodder. What I'm trying to say is, for the time being, we're going to be doing an experiment of sorts with the show. We're going to do one long, longish episode per month. That way, I will have time to work on everything, the podcast, the book, the YouTube, the raising of our son. And once we're in a groove, or I can quit my job, we will go back to weekly episodes. And who knows? Who knows? You know, maybe I will hate the idea and I will ditch it immediately. I'm already, like, before I even started this episode, the recording, I was already thinking, like, well, maybe I could do one next week because I have next Friday off and I normally record on Thursdays. But I'm going to try to stick to it, I think. We'll see. Who knows? Just just uh, follow us on social media and you'll see exactly where my brain is at next week. I, you know, I can be a little scatterbrained, but we are, to be fair, we have been doing this consistently. We've been, you know, outside of this last month and a half, we've been putting out new episodes every Friday and now we're going to switch things up where this is the ultimate goal here is not to be lazy at all. In fact, it's to increase our productivity and increase our listenership. So it's like that Einstein quote. Uh, that I'm sure gets misquoted all the time. Probably, you're probably about to hear a misquoting of it right now, actually. But the gist of it is, uh, it's the whole definition of insanity, which is trying the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So if, you know, we just keep doing the same thing and we say, hey, we, why don't we have 8 billion listeners? Well, it's because, you know, you didn't have 8 billion listeners the last time you did the same thing. Why do you, why do you think you're going to get a different Result. You got you to gotta switch it up sometimes. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to stay productive, but also switch things up. Like I said, we might switch it right back, but we're going to give it a shot. We're going to give it a shot. So I, I love doing the show. I love it. But I only have 24 hours in a day. So I'm trying to figure out the best strategy to make everything work in the meantime. So this week's tip is to never move and to use your time better or acquire more time. 
If something isn't working, change it up. That's that's it. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. So if it's not apparent already, this week's episode is uh, kind of shoot from the hippie. Because even though I have all these grand announcements of what I want to happen, to be real, like we're still we're still trying to catch up with everything, you know, uh, work back to work full time and whatnot. But there's still so much to do around here, so it's a, it's a little loosey goosey of an episode. But I wanted to talk about this uh, this little piece of video game news. It's, it's video game slash film related news. So around 2015, if this show was around in 2015, we would have talked about it then uh, for sure. But around 2015, there was this rumor going around that Netflix had landed a deal with Nintendo to produce a Legend of Zelda TV show for Netflix. And I think they the, the rumor kind of coined it like being in the same vein of something like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. But like, you know, Game of Thrones level TV. And in 2015, Game of Thrones was still considered good. So it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And people were getting excited like, whoa, whoa, a Netflix Zelda show? And recently, uh, the guy, uh, what is his name? Adam, Adam Conover. He's the guy from that show, Adam Ruins Everything. I guess he runs his own podcast. Uh, what kind of what kind of asshole would do that? Uh, so he, he he was on his podcast, or he was on somebody else's podcast. I can't remember. He was on a podcast, and he starts saying like, "Hey, I I have this story that I feel like I can talk about now. Like I don't know if anyone would really care at this point, but back in uh, you know 2015, College Humor, which is the company he worked for or works for, I don't I don't know if he still works for them, but College Humor." was going to be producing a Claymation Star Fox show for Nintendo, which sounds like a brilliant idea to me because I I think of the original Star Fox box art, which used like these figure figurine, Claymation-type figurines, and the idea of turning that into a TV show just seems magnifique. Anyway... College Humor was going to be producing this show, and then he finds out that oh, we're not we're not doing the, the Star Fox show anymore. Nintendo canceled it. And he said, "Why? What happened?" And they said, "Well, that Zelda show on Netflix has also been canceled. Apparently, Netflix leaked the story themselves to I want to say Variety." One one of the, I don't think it was the Hollywood Reporter might have been Variety one of those uh, more prestigious movie movie venues avenues whatever and Nintendo knew it was Netflix that leaked it like look it was me and you that were talking about this we didn't talk about this to anybody else so it was you Netflix and so it was obvious Netflix leaked the story. You know, just to to build up hype and and get people excited for it. And Nintendo didn't like that. They didn't like that one bit. They're like, "Whoa, whoa! We just met you. It was it was like a one night fling, dude. And you're telling you're telling everybody. You're telling everybody about it. I can't trust you. 
I can't trust you. And so they backed out. And people are like, whoa, Nintendo, like, uh, geez, we, you know, like, yeah, that wasn't cool of Netflix, but come on, like, that's just, that's just kind of how they do it in Hollywood. They, they leak stories all the time. And Nintendo's like, nah, we're, we're, we're the house of the Nintendo ninjas. We send people to your home and we will just assassinate you if you, if you leak a story. So Nintendo backed out. They said, uh-uh, they got the cold feet. They said, we're not doing this Zelda show. We're not doing the claymation show. Screw you guys. We're going home. And, you know, now they've got this uh, Mario movie that's probably almost done uh, production-wise. I, I don't know when it's supposed I think it's supposed to come out next year. You know, it's, it's, probably, it's well into production. Coming through Universal, and they got, you know, the Universal Studios setups uh it's already opening in japan this month and then we have a hollywood and orlando one coming out within the next few years as well anyway nintendo said we're, 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 we're not doing it we're not doing it so the real story here is that netflix or some person at netflix trying to to stoke up the hype ended up killing the deal and some people thought Nintendo overreacted. And, you know, maybe they did in hindsight, but at the same time, I, I get it. Like, you should have paid a little bit more attention to the company you were you were dealing with. Like, Nintendo was, like, this would have been the first, like, major Hollywood production tied to a Nintendo IP since the Super Mario Brothers movie which came out in like 1992 or 3, long time ago. Long time ago. The movie was so terrible and, and uh, infamous, and it was such a nightmare to produce that it scared Nintendo off from movies for, what, 30, 30 years? <laughs> so, yeah, it would have been a big deal. It would have been a big deal. And Netflix killed their own, their own show. Anyway, I just uh, thought that would that was interesting. Anyway, in uh, somewhat video game related news, you guys have probably been following this story at least tangentially. Uh, GameStop, GameStop stock has been high. It's been very high. It's been hello high. And does that make sense? Hello, hi. Tired. Like I said, we're. You know, I'm not going to get into it too much. I'm not going to get into it too much. Uh, GameStop stock is high. I think it's been going down gradually over the the week. But the uh, quick summary, because you've probably heard the story several times now in some forms. But the quick summary, if you haven't been paying attention or if you're listening to the show in the future and you need a recap, is that uh, several hedge funds uh, in Wall Street were, were uh, betting against GameStop. They would borrow stocks at a certain price, uh, sell them. You know, I'm not even going to try to explain it. I'm going to do a terrible job explaining it. Point is, a bunch of rich, you know, are, we've cursed several times. Uh, we'll just say fat cats. Fat cats in Wall Street were betting against GameStop. To They, they, they wanted them to fail. 
and they were doing uh, market manipulation, legal market manipulation, to uh, drive the price of GameStop stocks down. And if GameStop were to fail, they would make a lot of money. And Reddit, the, the Wall Street Bets group on Reddit, they decided, you know what? What if, you know, there, there's these hedge funds betting against GameStop. What if we invested into GameStop? We will blow up the price of it. And, and at the same time, the hedge funds will get screwed. And it worked. It worked. Uh, GameStop stock blew up. The hedge funds lost billions of dollars to the point where at least one of them, I think, had to file for bankruptcy. And now, of course, the the Wall Street people are, there's talks of them getting bailed out, bailed out. You know, that wouldn't happen for any of the people on Reddit. They wouldn't get bailed out if they lost the, all their money. But these assholes, these rich assholes are going to get bailed out most likely. Anyway, it's all starting to even out. GameStop stocks are slowly uh, coming down or quickly. I guess we could check that right now. Let's see. Game GME stock. Oh, yeah, it's way down. It's at 53.50. At one point, it was like at 330-ish bucks just last week. Uh, they tried to do the same thing with AMC. Also bumped AMC stock a, a little bit, but it's been coming down as well. But... Uh, to be real, the whole the whole thing has been kind of cathartic to see Wall Street freaking out. They they've just been panicking, and you know they've been getting on TV. the The guy I saw today, I think he was on MSNBC. He was telling people, you know, uh, you shouldn't be pretty much saying uh, these these guys, these young guys, shouldn't be uh, messing with the stock market. They should be working out at the gym and and getting girlfriends. So, so, so patronizing. Uh, yeah, I mean, and his story isn't unique. Like, the, just all of these people just uh, caping for Wall Street. Just saying, you know, they're, they're, and they're pretending that they're, they're, do, they're, they're pretending like, well, I have your best interests at heart. You're going to lose money. As if, you know, you're not really freaking out that Wall Street is losing billions of dollars. You know, these rich billionaires getting on TV, just complaining, wham, wham, wham. Robin Hood, that's been the big story here as well. The Robin Hood app, which people, you know, regular folk use to invest, the, the big hook on, of Robin Hood is that it's free. And I've been learning more about Robinhood, and I guess the reason I've been told that it's free is that within the user agreements, they're selling your data. What they're doing is they're, they're tracking your purchasing habits and what you're buying, and they sell that information to Wall Street so that Wall Street can buy it first. So the, the fat cats are still getting fatter before you even have a chance to bite. Am I making any sense? Am I making any sense? I'd be making a lot more sense if I was an expert. But I, I found this whole thing fascinating. And Robin Hood has quickly become the enemy of the people. 
over the last few weeks, and they they totally deserve it. They deserve it. Wall Street deserves it. And Wall Street all of a sudden is cr- crying for regulation, you know? This can't happen again. You know, this can't happen. And our uh, Secretary of Treasury, I forgot her name, but she has been getting paid millions of dollars to make speeches to Wall Street over the last few years, and almost a million dollars just from the company that what is Citadel. Does Citadel own Game or uh, Robin Hood? Let me see. Robin Hood owner. Vlad, no, I don't need the person. Robin Hood, yeah, Citadel Outlets. So what I read was that the the Secretary of, uh, the Treasury Secretary got paid like $800,000 by Citadel. Yeah, I don't know. Why does it say Citadel Outlets? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm just kind of all over the place right now. And that's because I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so very tired. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call the news. <laughs> Okay, I want to preface this news by saying I don't condone animal abuse, and I don't think animal abuse is funny. I don't. But I wanted to share this story because I found it fascinating. I had no idea this was going on. So uh, this is from ABC7.com. ABC7 is the local ABC uh, affiliate in uh, this part of Southern California. So they said Target is the latest company to drop Choco. I don't know how to pronounce their name, but we'll we'll call them Choco. Choco. Choco coconut milk over allegations of forced monkey labor. I'll say that again. Target is the latest company to drop Choco coconut milk over allegations of forced monkey labor. Uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals, or PETA said the retailer will no longer sell a product because of its alleged ties to monkey labor. So apparently, according to PETA, and I don't know how much I, I really trust PETA, I mean, I'm sure if they can find a genuinely terrible story, they will gleefully report on it, and they could be very much accurate, you know? Just because I think PETA kind of sucks, doesn't mean a broken clock ain't right twice a day. So, uh, it said, uh, Choco's Thai, they're, they're, uh, from Thailand, I guess, uh, Choco's Thai supplier is accused of forcing monkeys to pick coconuts from the trees, CNN reported. So this is ABC reporting on what CNN reported. In a statement to USA Today, Target said it takes those claims seriously and remove the product in November. I guess uh, Costco also recently decided to stop selling the, the monkey slave milk. They said, by dropping Choco, Target is joining thousands of stores that refuse to profit from chained monkeys, from chained monkeys' misery. 
said uh, PETA executive VP, blah, 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 blah. PETA's exposés have confirmed that Thai coconut producers are exploiting monkeys and lying about it. So there's no excuse for any grocery store to keep Choco on its shelves. Mike, Del, you guys ever exploit a monkey? How do you do that? Like, you have to train the monkeys to get you coconuts all day? I don't know enough about monkeys. I guess it's possible, right? Monkeys are pretty smart. But I I guess any creature you could make subservient to you and just do it something. I don't know. Like I I heard somebody say something along the lines of like, well, you just kind of trick the monkeys into thinking they're having fun. But if this is like forced labor, at a certain point, it's no longer fun. Like, yeah, you you can tell a kid to run up and down this tree to get you coconuts and he might think it's fun for a little bit but eventually you know he starts to sweat and get tired and be like you know this 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 sucks i don't i don't like doing this and i'm sure a monkey would feel the same way so yeah i just i wanted to share that story because i had no idea that monkey slavery was being used to bring us food I get, you know, I get that we have uh, very questionable ethics when it comes to a lot of the food we eat, but that's usually in the way the animal itself was raised, right? Like if you're eating a cow or a chicken or whatever. But no, I had never considered that a monkey might be making coconut milk for me. And here I am, I'm not even drinking the coconut milk myself. It just seems like a waste of monkey labor. Anyway, that's been your news. Oh, look, we have a voicemail. Let's uh, check out our voicemail. This is from uh, Mr. Kolos Dolos. Why don't we uh, go ahead and give that a play? Hello, Christopher. It is I, Kolos Dolos. And I just wanted to say welcome back. It's been so long. Thank you. I've just been sitting patiently staring at my computer, waiting for the next podcast. And then I saw that it is returning. And now it has returned, and I'm in it, and I'm so excited. So I'm so happy that I, I don't even wish anything ill against Michael. Like, yeah. Well, maybe a little ill, mm. but nothing threatening in any way or fashion. But if Michael, if you'd like to meet me tonight, we can discuss our new Night, friendship. Uh, there's an alley, nondescript area. It's not patrolled very often by the police. It's in Norville, a sketchy neighborhood. But if you'd like to meet me tonight, we can talk over our new friendship that we can blossom for 2021. I'm very excited about it. If you could come alone, please, midnight. That would be great. Thank you. All right, Mike, looks like you have plans tonight. We're recording late, so should be extra safe for you. Thank you very much for the voicemail, Kolos. That was awesome. Uh, awesome way to uh, ring in this uh, new monthly show. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that. If you guys would like to leave us a voicemail, uh, go ahead and do so. We You can call us at uh, 909-GUN-DOPE. 909-GUN-DOPE. In fact, uh, Dell has the phone number. Uh, Dell, why don't you let the people know the actual number? Leave us a message. Call 909-486-3673 and talk to us with your mouth. Thank you very much. Kolos, uh, it's, it's been good to hear from you. Uh, 
we should we should do this more often, <laughs> like once a month. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah, Mike. I think you should meet him. I think you should meet Colos. It's been too long since uh, you y- you've been looking too comfortable. We'll say that you've been looking like you you're not really worried about the safety of yourself. Hey, Dell. What time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you very much, Dell. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken says, can you please answer these questions in alphabetical order? Uh, Mike, I'm going to need you to throw the, uh, the ABCs up on a monitor so I don't screw this thing up. Ken, I think we can pull this off. A, B, C, D. Okay, uh, Ken asks, Did you know I have been stockpiling questions for weeks now and have close to 2,000 pages worth of questions that need answering? Well, Ken, I don't think it's healthy to go that long without asking a question. So I'm very sorry that uh, you've uh, been so backed up in this regard. Uh, I'm happy to help you uh, release these questions. And uh, I hope to, I hope we get more from you, particularly in this podcast. Uh, next question comes from Devin. Devin says, did you spend the last month and a half playing Spider Solitaire instead of working on your podcast? Devin, no, I did not. But because of this question, I spent an hour playing Spider Solitaire for like the first time in 20 years. All because you asked me that question. And what I've discovered was that Windows 10 apparently just doesn't have Spider Solitaire built into it. I don't think it has any Solitaire built into it. I don't know. Let me uh, hit that old magnifying glass here. Solitaire. Solitaire. Okay. So it does have a Microsoft Solitaire collection app. Maybe I'm full of it. I don't know. I I typed in Spider Solitaire, and it ended up taking me to msn.com or something, and I had to play it through a browser with ads on Edge. It was gross. It was a gross experience. But I I did win a game, so that was nice. (sighs) Yeah. um, No, Devin, but uh, thank you for reintroducing me to Spider Solitaire. Ken asks... If getting a daily enema for 14 days was the cure for COVID, how many people would would be willing to die? Well, uh, let's see. There's 8 billion people in the world, and I'd imagine most of them have never had an enema. So uh, many people would be scared of it. And then you tell them you have to do this 14 days in a row. I don't know. I've never had an enema, knock on wood. Um, but, you know, I'd imagine that first enema, whew, like, you're just like, okay, whatever, COVID can't be this bad, right? Like, I, I I don't even know if an enema's bad, (laughs) but I imagine, you know, you never had an enema before, you get one, or you do one, whatever, (laughs) and, uh, might seem intense, but I also imagine that by enema three or four, you're like, okay, this, this is easy. I can do this. And then maybe you start to get bored by 8 or 9, NMI 8 or 9. You're like, okay, I just got five more to go. Five more to go. So to answer your question, Ken, I, I want to say 8 billion people. Let's say 40 million. 40 million people would uh, be just be willing to die. 
and that's partially just because people wouldn't believe it. You know, there's so many people that don't believe in very basic ways to protect yourself, but I don't know where we're going with this. Uh, point is, I hope uh, everybody enjoys their two-week enemas. Uh, Ken asks, is it true that you will be replacing Mike with his twin brother, Ike? Was this supposed to be kept on the DL? I need to drink water for this question. Thank you for asking, uh, Ken. You have uh, given me an excuse to recite the third verse of the Will Smith song, Candy. <clears throat> As it goes. I know the deal. I talked to Mary Jane and she said your ex-boyfriends Mike and Ike are both lemon heads. I ain't trying to play a hate girl. I know that you go with Bazooka Joe. Now you know he don't love you like that. He trying to get a Reese piece of the Kit Kat. Really, hon, what he need is a jawbreaker. Cause I'm the one that'll love you baby now and later. Be my peppermint patty with a hundred wishes. And I'll be a Hershey daddy with a hundred kisses. Get the twins M&Ms. They booked out of flights today. Me and you could starburst to the Milky Way. I don't care what it costs, girl, a hundred grand. We could snicker all night at my Jolly Ranch. Just me and you. And call your friends up too. Cause I can get my boys Babe Ruth and Charleston Chew. It's like candy. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught it, but there's uh, that that whole verse is just littered with uh, candy references, and I I don't I I just can't imagine another time I could say that on the podcast. And now we've uh, we've both experienced it. I've gotten to to say it to you without the music backing me up, and uh, you got to hear me say it at you. Thank you very much for the question, Ken. Next question comes from Gareth. Gareth says, Toodaloo means goodbye. Thanks for the question, Gareth. Uh, Toodaloo means goodbye and hello in Hawaii. Ken asks, what was the worst decision you made these past few weeks? Where do I begin? I, I don't think I can limit it to one. You know, uh, I, I let the movers bring the Street Fighter Arcade 2 cabinet upstairs. We have no room for it up here. Got to bring it back down. I let them bring a whole uh, heavy dresser that they had no business. And two nightstands that I had to take down. Big mistakes. Uh, I should have also hired a carpet cleaner sooner because when we got this place, the carpet had been like briefly vacuumed by the people who uh, lived here before and it needed a carpet cleaning should have did that i also signed up with spectrum because i was getting screwed over by my isp and i just needed to call them one more time apparently because the third time i called to just finally cancel said look i, I switched over to, to spectrum i got the i finally talked to the right guy he's like yuck no dude dude I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to get you the the 500 gig speed, uh, 500 gig up and down speed, and we're going to charge you 40 bucks for it, which is half of what you were paying, and you were getting a third of that speed. So I'm like, oh, man, where were you? Where were you this whole time? So I made several mistakes within these last few weeks. But uh, thank you very much for the question so that I could uh, relive all of those mistakes with you. So, you know what? I said that we were going to be doing longer episodes um, of this show. 
once a month. And so far, this episode feels much shorter. Yeah. Um, normally, we'd wrap the show up with some poll results. But I don't even remember the last poll we put up. I don't. I, I think I promised something about a new year. And we didn't do it. Because I got so wrapped up in moving. I forgot about what's important. Twitter poll. Speaking of Twitter... You should follow us on Twitter, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. You should follow us on Facebook as well. Like I said, we're starting to get into the groove here. And just because the podcast is going to be uh, on a temporarily different schedule doesn't mean we're disappearing. We're still going to be very much on these social media platforms. We're still going to be, you know, we're going to be reintroducing videos into the mix to a certain degree. And, of course, fun posts. The memes, the, 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 the polls, the, the, the posts, the interactions. We want to form a community with you and your mother and father and, you know, anybody in your life that might need to listen to this podcast and not even know that they are subscribed to it. We, we want them involved as well. So I can ramble on for the next... 30 minutes to try to get us well over an hour, but why not just kind of uh, let this one sit? Let this one sit. Uh, this has been a, a struggle. <laughs> I'm not just talking about the podcast itself. I'm just talking about this whole moving process. It's just my hair is super long right now. It's the longest it's ever been. And I think it's kind of representative of where I am right now. Long hair, don't care, but I still need to write that book. You know, I, I'm rambling. I'm rambling. You can tell that I'm tired. You can tell that I'm exhausted. And I still have to put this whole thing together and get ready for work tomorrow. You know what? Do me a favor. Do me a favor, okay? Besides following us on all these social media platforms and forcing your family and friends to do it, whether by gunpoint or not, I'm not encouraging that. Do me a favor. This week, next week, the week after that, week after that. Just enjoy your weekend. Or else. Thanks. <laughs>